Let's go. Hey, brothers, and welcome back to the podcast. Hi, how is are you? Recording? <laughs> <laughs> is it recording? Oh, it is. Oh, okay. it is. Welcome back to the 404 <laughs> podcast, guys. It's been quite a while, actually. Um, well, if you guys don't know who we are, I'm Sean. I'm Ian. I'm Gary. I'm Aaron. And we have finally got back to a somewhat of a schedule. Um, it's only a schedule after the second episode. <laughs> we are on. No, no, this third episode. We're on episode one of the schedule. <laughs> we always say we're going to be consistent, but I swear we never are. And it's mostly because of some stupid kids in freaking DCBC who wants to get Iwana and receive Whoa. Call out on DCBC. Okay, okay, are you okay, kidding okay. me? Okay. Sean. I love, I love the kids. You know what I'm saying? John said that on recording. We'll give you that. that. I think I'm that church member there anyways. But yeah, it's last time I checked that we're a weekly podcast. Like, we recorded last week, <laughs> recorded the week before. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, like, what, eight episodes, like, we planned? We, we got this lined yeah. up in the in the storage. We just haven't released them yet. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the, re- the reason we're releasing this one is because this is one of the bangers. Mm-hmm. So, guys, that means we can't mm-hmm. screw up, okay? <laughs> I mean, the last time we recorded this podcast, I like, dude, our lives have been so different. Like, we, me and Aaron, we recorded the podcast the day before we oh, went to right Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, or, uh, yeah. before our mission trip, when we went to Central Asia, and I feel like ever since then, everything has been like very, very different. Like, wow, it's actually been a straight up three months. Yet, like, actually, yeah. so many things have changed. Okay, yeah. well, Sean and Aaron, what are what do you think would be like the biggest change since last time we recorded for you guys? Oh. Dang. You know what? You know what is it? What is it? Like the shot guy really said like, so much has changed and he has, he has nothing. <laughs> no, 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 I do, I do, I do. I just don't know how to say it. It's like you know, like you know, like there's like BC eighty, right? Like before Christ and then after what is it? Well, that's not what. Dude, why are you taking us back in history class? No, 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 no. Like, oh, what is oh, BT before trip and AT after trip. Yeah, that's what I like. That's how I see it. Oh. Oh. Man, oh, dude, look at you, bro. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm always. Sorry. No, always. <laughs> but before trip, it was like very different from how I feel after trip. Like I feel like I changed a lot as a person myself. Like before trip, I remember coordinating IMs, and every single week, it's just like I want to like throw hands with someone. You're actually really positive. I mean, no, you're yeah. so optimistic and happy about that. Yeah, yeah, see. My, my, <laughs> <laughs> my, my love for people is like, was very challenged during that time period. But now, after coming back from missions, dude, I like, I missed everyone. I actually did. I really did miss everyone. And although like, I didn't get to talk with everyone, it was like, it was very nice to have that feeling where I got to see each and every community that I have a part of, like whether it's our mission community or Epic community or my friends back in Maryland. Just like I missed every single one of them because they're so unique in their own way. That's something that has changed a lot for me. Now there's no anger towards anyone. Not that there was any anger in the first place, but I heard some anger like 20 minutes ago. But we'll move on. Bro, what, about yeah. what about you, Aaron? Yeah, that's great. I didn't hear it, but like I could feel it. Nah, it was, like, directed at a certain someone. No, yeah, that's because you're 20 minutes. Like I won't create. If, if anyone's, if, if the audience is wondering, we were supposed to record at six today. It is currently 9:30. Aaron was three and a half hours. <laughs> okay, well, what is this actual slander? <laughs> it's seven right now. Okay, it's only one hour early. Yeah, what did you learn, Aaron? Doc. It would it'd probably be a little similar to what you said as well. Um, seeing a new perspective in terms of the, the country that we went to, even though it got like almost leaked to everyone, even though it was supposed to be kept a secret, quote yeah. unquote. Mm, Australia, interesting. Mm, yeah. Mm, Amen, dude, I do love the Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> I love penguins. <laughs> quack, quack. Show. What do penguins? Quack. What do, did you say quack? quack? Oh, what do they make? What sound do they make? <laughs> So, I feel like my answer was actually. <laughs> yeah, I think yours is better. No, no, no. Don't they like? Okay, wait, this is so side tangent. But don't they like bark almost? They're like, wow. Like wait, that? like actually, Pengu. Nah, yeah, I know I he does right like. <gasps> wait, no, not that. <laughs> I'm talking about the where he, he like falls down. He's like, he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like that, right? Like honk. Like, it's like a bike honk. <laughs> Anyways, Aaron, what is the... Okay, so, similar to Sean, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, like, coming back here, it made me feel, like, super appreciative of, like, what I had back here in UCD in the community of Epic. But also, like, knowing, like, there are room... There's, like, room to grow in terms of finding other people and connecting with other people. 
especially in like the culture was like kind of similar to ours but you know it's still like distinctly yeah. different at some point mm-hmm. and yeah it was a pretty good experience i would go again i mean it's kind of mm-hmm. cool though like where you get to be a part of a community like epic for instance and somehow some way you get connected with other people it's like it's just all about the connections now we know people from a and m epic we know people from ut epic and it's like it's so crazy how that branches and trees like grow out to be that way and like we all connect with each other in that way but yeah i think one thing i wanted to talk about actually was <laughs> i know we're going straight into like a deep topic here but uh i remember at the mission trip <laughs> specifically we were dude there was like a lot of like crying and also like we didn't know each other most of us didn't know each other at all like the team but one thing is for sure there was like a total difference between me and aaron like for me, I would be, like, sobbing. I'd be, like, spreading tears. And, like, I'd be open to the people, even though I met them for, like, a day or two, right? And, like, they're, like, they're like my family already. But, like, Aaron, on the other hand, that man's a stone-faced, like, omega cold. You know what I'm saying? Omega he, cold. He had, the, Rushmore has he my had face the ice in his... <laughs> he has the ice in his veins, you know? But, like, for instance... Omega cold. Okay, so, I guess, I guess the question... <laughs> hey, calm down, dog. <laughs> I guess the question is for y'all is, like, are you guys uh, someone that's technically, like, typically really vulnerable in yourself and like with others and when is it that you are vulnerable with someone like who who would you be vulnerable with like how comfortable would you have to be with that person to be vulnerable and like be sensitive if you can i start with actually gary i want to hear this from uh, you so garrison so um garrison. in terms of vulnerability i feel like there for me it's like there's a threshold where i could generally be generally be vulnerable to like almost anyone but then past that threshold there's only like i would say a few people where like i've spent enough time with where i'm like a hundred percent vulnerable to them but like like i said like generally um like i'm a pretty open person like if you ask me like generally like i feel like i would have a pretty good answer i'll like open up but I also, like, make sure and know, like, my limit on, like, based on how much I know that person. Um, but, and also, like, I could sort of tell or I try to, like, read the other person, like, um, just based on, like, how, like, how much they're receiving, like, the information I'm giving them. Like, mm-hmm. um, how much are they, like, willing to, um, like, or how much do I think they care about what I'm trying to tell them? Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that, but honestly, yeah, like like I said, I'm pretty open, but... Mm. Okay. How about you, Ian? Mm. <clears throat> I think, in, like, similar to Gary, I think there's a threshold of things where it's like, I'm fine being vulnerable about it because at this point, I'm not really that vulnerable when I'm being vulnerable about it, right? It's like things that I know for sure are like, for example, like my social tendencies or like insecurities, some insecurities, it's like, I know I'm insecure about it or I don't like bringing it up, but I will openly bring it up because I'm well aware of it mm-hmm. and I'm fine doing it. And for me, it's like, I, I definitely tend to open up to people. And then later on, I realized like, oh wow, I was opening up a lot. And they didn't really open up back, which yeah. is fine, which is fine because it was me pushing the envelope. But it's like, I realized, oh wow, I like, I'm pretty fast to jump the gun and tell people about myself. And then I used to think, yeah, like all of that combined, I was like, I think I'm pretty good at opening up to people. And then I realized there's like a whole nother layer of things that I have never like opened up to anyone about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I've only op- opened up to like myself about it, right? Mm. And it's those things that are so sleeper I don't even realize there are things I'm not bringing up to people, right? There are things that are just underlying in your subconscious. It's kind of like you want to, sorry, my brain just blanked. <laughs> it's, it's those things where it's like, um, oh yeah, these are the bad things I do. And then those like really bad things you do, you don't even acknowledge them, but you feel like you've acknowledged all the bad things you've done. I think for me, I realized that, yeah, I don't think I, I'm that vulnerable with people. I think I'm willing to be, but there's definitely a lot of things that I will not open up about. Okay. Well, I have a question for you then. You know, you talked about, like, you said, like, um, people have to be, like, reciprocating, like, the fact that they understand, like, you being open and, mm-hmm. like, 
they understand and they care for you through that. Mm-hmm. What other like signs or like require like not requirements, I guess, but just like what do you want to see in a person where you can open up to them and feel secure in opening up to them? Yeah, I think a really big thing is that when opening up to someone, you have to be very considerate of them. Not only are like are you watching if they're reciprocating to you, but you also need to be considerate to like who they are and if they can even take in and be responsible with what you're telling them. For example, um, if you hold like a lot of trauma, it's good to open up and tell people about it. But at the same time, there might be people that just can't emotionally handle the emotional way of someone else's stuff. And yeah, that's, that's true. And that's fine. But like, if you get upset at, or I'm talking about this because I heard, or my friend told me a story about this recently, mm-hmm. and it all resolved itself and there's apologies and everything is really great. But it was like, someone had experienced a lot of trauma and then they dumped it all on him but he as a person didn't know how to support them in that and he's a person that's like very empathetic and tries to like if he knows his friend is hurting he can't sleep well at night knowing they're hurting right Mm -hmm. so that like rocked him pretty hard because he just couldn't that was now weighing on his mind like 24 7 Mm -hmm. and he couldn't like live basically or like live uh, comfortably so i think in terms of opening up to people that's a really important thing it's like hey, I opened up to this person, but they didn't open up back to me. But it's like, hey, everyone has their own standards of how much they're willing to open up. And it's not on you to set their standards for them. And it's important to not get upset with them if they're not reaching the level you want them to be, if that's just how they are. And that's fine. You need to respect their boundaries. But I definitely acknowledge there are exceptions, right? If there's a relationship that the two people have been in it together for a long time in building up that relationship mm. and one person's opening a bunch and another person's not reciprocating and stuff like that. I, I think mm. that, you know, there's, there's a fair argument there mm. to be concerned, but I think in a lot of situations, I think more often than not, you have to be super considerate of what the other person can handle. Yeah. Wow. Why didn't, dude, I didn't think of it that way because like for me, I always kind of like, Okay, well, for me, back in, like, when I was in Maryland, I always had this secure friend group, right? So, for me, like, not having that secure feeling wasn't really a problem to me. Like, Mm -hmm. the fact that I might lose it because I felt so secure with each and every person that I hung out with. But then when I moved to Texas, it's like, everything was so different. I realized, like, I'm actually left in the wild here. And any person that I tell, I can't, like, expect them to respect my vulnerability and sometimes they can tell other people they can expose me or they can like i guess not take my emotions seriously to the point where like i don't know i feel like pretty like stupid to tell them in the first place but up until like now where we have like a community here in epic or community in utd in general it's like i feel like you really have to be careful for me at least for me i've been feeling really secure like no like really like walls up for me like really i have like a lot of boundaries before you have i have to like be open to someone and of course as you said there's like one level where you can tell like people like what you've been through but not to the extent to like how deep it is Mm -hmm. for me that's for me like the second level is like how much it has hurt me like the details of what happened it's just i usually give them a synopsis of what happened and yeah i feel like the person has to be like very open to listening like sometimes they have to have like the sacrifice of not talking themselves and that's something i have to work on for me myself like i have to learn how to listen it's always a two-way street with a relationship in general mm-hmm. so it's always been so hard for me to like open up to people without thinking for a second like oh shoot they haven't opened up yet right mm-hmm. and like i know they, re- they received my vulnerability so well it's like i want to do that for them but that's something i've been continuously working on and i feel like for me if you see someone that's really attentive really listening like to you in general without like saying much feedback because there's not much feedback when you're opening up to them right it's just like i'm oh, i'm sorry you had to go through that or mm-hmm. i'm really happy for you it's like just those comments are just mm-hmm. very nice alone like you don't need to be a freaking therapist to me like be like oh my god yeah let me give you some advice real quick dog and like 
It's like a parent. Yeah, but exactly. parents are in the position where they can do that. <laughs> exactly. But, like, they're not in the position for them yeah, to yeah. do that. And I don't think that's what, like, many people realize. It's just you being there for me is good enough. You don't need to, like, give me affirmation. I mean, I mean, no, that's what you need to give me. You need to give me affirmation. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, not you need to, but, like, I really would want, like, it if you give me affirmation yeah. rather than, like... Or, like, I'm coming to you for support. Yeah. Or, like, not even... You don't need to support what I did, but supporting me as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of... Telling me what I should have or shouldn't have done. Exactly. I don't want to lecture on like what I'm doing wrong and what I'm doing right, or mm. why I don't feel like this is the right way to feel this specific way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been surrounding myself with people like that recently, and it's been really nice, and it's been really cool just being able to like be open and not like let my walls down for a bit because mm-hmm. it's been up for like the past four to five years, and especially last year, like it's been really up. So. The fact that for the first time after the mission trip, especially that I got to bring my walls down, is pretty nice. Mm. But yeah, how about you, Aaron? I think for just like right off the bat, I don't. There are only like a select people that I am vulnerable with, and that's just gonna be my family, probably the most, right? Obviously, like mm. with them, and especially the parents, you know. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes. You come to them for something and they turn into a lecture, but you know we take those. We Lots take those. <laughs> Most of the time, it's it's something good. Some, it's something somewhat yeah. constructive in some way. But right? it's like, man, I'm not here to like. It's like you know, like say like you come at them with like you know like just like a general oh, yeah, problem, yeah, yeah. and they're like, oh, like this is what you needed. Like, oh yeah, you don't think I've already thought of that? Yeah, like yeah. I've already. <laughs> yeah. But for me, it takes like a really special someone to like in terms of qualities uh if i want to open up to them um and one for like one that i like take it seriously like you can you have to meet this or i'm not never going to tell you anything is maturity Mm. at least in terms of like the situation that i might open up to you Mm -hmm. right it's like oh if i don't if you were like in this situation would i think you would handle it well yourself it's yeah. like if not, that's fine, right? Because it's kind of like on the the lines of like empathy, right? Yeah. But it is like a little hard to find that in most people nowadays, just because I feel like our minds are like so. Hmm, what's the word? Like preoccupied with everything else. Like there's so many things that we don't always think about. Uh-huh. And for me, it's like oh, I don't want to add another thing on top. Or this person mm-hmm. and I always have like that I like the mentality that like I should probably try to figure this out myself first right mm-hmm. I think that that's what everyone should do you know mm-hmm. when you first do it it comes to a point where it's like oh this is not working you need to ask and seek help mm-hmm. but that window is really large for me so even if it's like it takes a year like I'm gonna be holding on to that for like a whole year and mm-hmm. see if it gets resolved Ooh, or figured wee. out. But yeah, I, I would say just in general, I'm not the like most open in terms of my problems because I always like think about it with myself a lot. Yeah. And so I'll ask some people for like outside opinions on certain aspects of the problem, but I won't ever give them like the full problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's probably, like, one of my shielding mechanisms, if you ever want to go down into that. Uh-huh. But Wait, I have, a, I have a follow-up question for everybody. Oh, okay. But if you had to change in some way, or, like, no, if you had the opportunity to, like, just snap your fingers and change, like, in one way, like, you handle opening up to people, comfortability with people, trusting with people, what would you change if you would change anything? For example, like, if someone who... Uh, opens up and tells everybody everything, including their social security number. Maybe they, what they want to change is to be more reserved, right? Mm. There's one thing that you could change. What would it be? Mm. Wait, I think mine is exactly that. Mm. Like, be more reserved. Social, social yeah. security. Yeah, social security because like social security number. Oh, like oh, that's social security. <laughs> <laughs> what the? What the? I feel like for me, since like I'm really like outgoing and out there, like. I really have trust in so many people, even though like they don't reciprocate it back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that really does let me down. It feels <clears> like 
every now and then I get like stabbed in the back mm. because like every single person I see I have no judgment towards them whatsoever it's like I just started like what is it just being able to get to know you better and just like it's a clean slate for me always and I always just like they're such a good person regardless of whether like they have a bad first impression or not even mm-hmm. though it's hard it's like you give someone a ch- second chance all the time too mm-hmm. but that also comes with the downfall which is like for me when I, when I like to be vulnerable when I'm in that state I really like to be vulnerable especially with the people I trust and there can be people that I trust that don't trust me or they don't like care about me to the point where I want them to be and I can't notice that because I'm just like so blinded by the fact that I just want to like spill everything right mm-hmm. and that's something I recently had to learn because like dude just like the backstabbing it hurts more than just like like whether people are just exposing what you're saying to other people or whether it is like oh they pretend they care and they're like ah no not really it's like eh, whatever mm-hmm. but I think that's something that I want to continuously improve on and look out for because I think that's something that's good for like just life in general whether mm-hmm. it is and you're in the workplace in the future or you're in a different community so yeah that's what I want to improve on at mm-hmm. least mm-hmm. how about you Wow. Okay, well, this is not, like, directly to to the question. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> like, one thing I do usually in order to, like, I guess it's kind of like a, a coping mechanism. Kind of? Cope, yeah. You okay? Okay, well, like, besides the use of humor, but, I, you know, that's just, like, my... One thing I definitely use as like a coping mechanism is it's like oh if you were better you would have gotten this or you would have like you would have done that you would feel this way right it's like it's like oh so in order to avoid this in the future you need to work harder you need to you know play the cards better and in some way it's kind of like motivation right it's Mm -hmm. like let's say just like an example it's like oh you asked that a girl and she said no, it's like, oh, it's probably because you weren't good enough. And like, mm. go get healthier, go study, mm-hmm. right? Like, go get it like that six-figure job first. And like, but like, even like to other things where it's like, in terms of like your emotions or your feelings or like the emotional baggage you're having, I'll be like, oh, you weren't mentally strong enough to carry this problem. Uh-huh. So like fortify your mind and then, so that way it won't hurt you in the future. Mm. definitely like again as I said before it, it, it could be like motivation in a sense right mm. that's kind of a toxic way of, of having that motivation mm-hmm. is like kind of badgering yourself so much mm-hmm. so I would try to like in terms of changing I would try to be a little bit more positive and like affirmative with myself mm-hmm. in terms of those like situations and qualities yeah for oh. sure. mm-hmm. okay I think for me, I was thinking about it, I was like, um, for me, if I could change something, it would be to be, to let say less, like, polite one-liners. And by that, it needs an explanation. But, like, when saying, like, I'm here for you to someone, or, like, you can always come to me, stuff like that, for me, I think one thing I really want to get better at is, like, actually meaning it. Or not actually meaning it necessarily but also like only saying it when i really mean it for example um like if i tell someone i'm going to be there for them it's like i really want to be there for them or if i want people to like be there for me when i open up to them i need to be there for them if they want to open up to someone and Mm. i think for me it's like i think recently it was like a whole nother dimension to it where i was like wait, I just feel like I'm doing things wrong. Or like, I feel like there was this whole layer of things I just wasn't aware of. Like, for example, like a group of people that are always there for me for when I want to open up to them. It's like, have I ever even been there for them? Or have I made myself emotionally available to them so that they could even think about it? Mm. Not sure about that. So for me, it's like um, caring about people more, I guess. Because I think for me, it's like, it's easy to say in the moment, like, oh yeah, I'm always, I'm always here for you. Or like, I got your back, right? It's like, but do I really care about them? Like, do I actually care about them? And it's not necessarily a bad thing if I don't, but if I don't, I shouldn't say I do. Um, so yeah, that's mine. 
How about you, Gary? Um, for me, uh, I would say, um, that well, first of all, I'm like lucky to be in a position where like uh, I don't have to be. Well, I don't have like I feel like I don't generally have a lot of problems in my life, so I generally don't have to like uh, be vulnerable to a lot of people. But I think what I've noticed is like people have been actually like vulnerable to me because I think they sense that like I'm a good listener and that like I generally show care. But with that comes some, you know, it could come with some like burdens on you as well. Mm -hmm. And I kind of had to like learn that the hard way, but that's okay because, you know, but um, for me, it would be like, I don't know if it's like setting boundaries or like learning to, I guess like maybe like set boundaries on like how much people are willing to share with me because um, sometimes that could have a burden on me as well. And mm -hmm. I didn't, I don't really like as much as I care for the other person or other people in general as well. Like there comes a certain point where like I could only like take so much information and like, yeah. mm -hmm. Um, so for me, like, it would probably be, probably be like, um, I guess learning to set boundaries, if that's an answer. I think that is. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, um, yeah, just, that's something I, I've learned to like, also just to like, learn to like love myself more mm -hmm. through those situations and, um, yeah, give give myself like self affirmation as well. Mm. Nice. Mm. We have a side question actually. So, all right, we I think most of us kind of like have like the like the answer is like mostly like focusing on the relationship right with the person. So my question is to you like whether it is like a relationship with a friend right, or relationship with a girl, or relationship with anyone in general like with your family, like what do you seek in a relationship? with whoever like I'll give I'll give an example like for instance like we I think when I talked about like 10 seconds ago like security is a big one right I think for my friendship security is is a huge one for me because like as I said I've been hurt many times and although I learned a lot from being hurt there's also a lot of negatives <laughs> that I learned from being hurt that I do not want to experience again so of course, like the friendships that you have now that are really good, there is going to be some negatives to it. But I feel like if you had the mentality where you know yourself and where you pick that person to be someone to be vulnerable with or someone that you want to have a relationship with, whether it's a friend or a girl or someone like that, you have to realize that they're worth it and that even the negatives that come out from y'all's friendship is like the goods outweigh the bad. It's more fulfilling to see the goods of like, and the fruits of how like amazing they are as a person rather than like oh yeah sometimes they do this that piss me off or sometimes they don't show the best care but like that's just i guess that's just like also you can debate about like how they show love as well right mm -hmm. as we talked about in like last season but yeah that's something for me i seek security in friendships and relationships in general so yeah how about y'all i think one thing i guess it's like a little similar to yours but it's like you know, a little different in some sense. Um, probably just being like upfront within a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Which is kind of like, it's like kind of like honesty, but I think there's like a difference between being like honest and upfront. Like upfront is like, in terms of certain matters and issues, like mm. you, you'll bring it up to me. Uh -huh. Like even if it's like, oh, it's like the views are opposing you and it's like, at that point I'd rather you like just tell me straight up versus mm -hmm. like beating around the bush and it's still like affecting your like decisions like between us because then it's just like oh I, I can't like tell if you're either like being genuine or if you have something like the back of your head that's actually affecting what you're saying and what you're doing uh, but like you're still like you still keep things that need to be kept to yourself yeah uh, especially with like close relationships like friendships and even like you know in the future your actual like partner this is like something I like really value just because 
again, there are some things that you need to say to me, just say it to my face. Because mm-hmm. I don't mm. like wasting time. Mm. Especially if it could be a pr- it, it can improve the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Wow. Mm. How about you? Um, I think there's a lot of things, right? But I think I'll say like two short ones and then like one longer one. But a short one, I think, is um, you have to be comfortable with them. Like comfortable. Oh, this is like if I were to get like a next level relationship, friendship, or whatever, like dating, whatever. I think this applies to it. I have to be able to be like comfortable around them. I think I need to be able to be myself. Like if I can't act the way that I feel the most comfortable, that's probably a pretty service level relationship and it's fine. But yeah, I'd say comfort. And then another one I would say is probably um, common interest. I would say as simple as that sounds, I think truly if you have like a relationship like a friendship dating or whatever in order to grow closer to them you need some kind of common interest hopefully a lot of common interest right <laughs> but like i feel like when you guys meet up to hang out or when you guys interact what are you doing <laughs> like are you watching a movie to pass the time which that's fine totally get it movies are fun right but it's like if when the movie's over is like do you need to find another thing to fill the time right or are you two like actually interested in the same things that you can do something that you're really interested in and they can join you in that or other way around? Mm. Um, I think one example is if I'll say for like a, a dating relationship or actually no, a friendship, a friendship is a good example. If you and your friend play the same game, right? Mm-hmm. That game is all of a sudden an avenue to get to know them better, right? For example, if you guys, uh, I'm speaking for myself too, right? If you hang out with someone five days a week, if you got no common ground or you don't have a lot of it, what are you doing? Are you loitering in the room together? Oh, by the way, it's fine if you're doing this. I'm just saying from pers- like personal preference, I would not want to do that, right? Mm. For me, it's like I've gotten past the point. I'm not saying I'm like super productive like all the time or anything, but I can't like just sign up to waste time anymore. Like I can't just go out to waste a whole afternoon with a friend and do nothing because mm. I just want the next day to come. That's like... I don't know, it just, that hurts me internally to think about. <laughs> but like, if you're gonna hang out, I you have to have something to do. And I think, for example, I play, I play League with my friends still. And for me, I think League is a huge, gigantic waste of time. And anyone who says it's a waste of time, I agree with them, right? Yeah. But for me, it's like, I'm willing to play it every day. One, I enjoy it, I enjoy playing it. Mm. But it's also, it's the way that I get to talk to my friend for like two hours at the end of every day, mm. right? And that league makes it so much easier to do that instead of just like, hey, do you wanna hop on a Discord call and just talk about random things for two hours? Mm-hmm. Where that works for some people, but for me, it's like, I don't think I can just come up with those conversation topics. Yeah. And also those moments of silence are filled with gameplay. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know what I mean? And same with like, in my dating relationship, Bridget and I both play league and we can play games to each other, mm-hmm. with each other. And we're also interested in the same things. like. Um, for example, like board games. I know Aaron's also interested in those. <laughs> oh God! But like, <laughs> you're to the couple guys. <laughs> <laughs> but like, those are really fun. Like the tactile, like playing of games is actually criminally underrated, and that's a whole different topic. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'd say in terms of if you can see yourself getting deeper with someone, I think one checkbox you should look for is common interests. Because if there's no common interest and you're just showing up and your only common interest is you're both UTD students, mm-hmm. it's going to end at some point. Not end, but like the conversation, right? The vibrant, interesting, new topics, fun stuff, it's going to end at some point. And it's just going to be, hey, what would you eat for lunch today? Wait, actually, I actually disagree with that. Actually. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think like, yes, there should be common interest. I 100% agree with that. But I also think it's really good if you guys do things that the other person doesn't like to do either. I think for me, for instance, like whether it's, for instance, like, let's say a friendship, right? Like, man, this summer I had to run a 5K. I hate running in general, but like genuinely doing it with the people that you enjoy and you like love so much genuinely made it so fun. Even though like at the end I still hated it. Like, God, I hated the event. And like, 
Although, like, I always, like, joke around being like, dude, take a shower, like, hey, touch some grass whenever you guys play Valorant. Valorant. (laughs) Like, genuinely, most of the time, (laughs) most of the time, I genuinely do appreciate, like, like, the community part of that where, like, everyone just, I guess, gets to scream at each other or, like, says, like, oh, I outfragged you or, like, oh, I killed you (laughs) at Emily. But, <laughs> but I genuinely do enjoy those times. Like those times are like memories I won't forget, and I think it helps me learn a lot about the person more. And also like with a relationship with a girl, for instance, as well. Like there's gonna be date ideas that you guys have where you definitely do not want to do. But I think if you like the person so much, like it's not really a problem what we do. It's just like as long as you spend time with each other, it's good. And like I understand like the common interest. You can also spark a conversation. Mm-hmm. But I also think not having common interests can also spark a conversation where you're like, oh, I want to get to learn more about things that I don't really usually do or I don't really like to do, but I want to understand why you like it. For me, Sean, I think I totally, I totally get what you're saying mm-hmm. and I totally agree with it too. But I think for me, I see that as like bringing someone out of their comfort zone for growth oh. and it's also interesting. Like I think there's huge benefit for what I just said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're growing in that you're doing something you're comfortable with. You're, um, you're also getting to experience something new and who knows, you might end up really enjoying it. Yeah. And I think that's great. And I think that's another way to add vibrancy to a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, for the most part, most relationships, it's not about like, like, oh, like imagine always showing up with a friend and then yeah. doing something you would less favor, like you would rather oh, yeah. not do. You know what I mean? So I think for me, it's like, it's easy to, in my opinion, it's easy to find things to do that you are uncomfortable with. Yeah. It's super easy to make a list of things that you just wouldn't rather do. Mm. Like for me, Korean spa, never, never. Catch me oh down. yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you love to see those, uh, you, li- you love to see the, the very yeah. big belly hotabajis, you know, the grandpas, you know, having a good time, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think the, but yeah, I think you bringing that up is very important though. Cause I think a balance between stuff that's new yeah. and stuff you're not, uh-huh. like not in your comfort zone and a balance of things that are in your comfort zone and things you're super passionate about I think those two make a good balance. And I think another thing that I didn't say earlier, but I think in terms of finding a relationship with someone, I think you need to find someone that is very passionate about something. Mm, I agree. Passion's hot, like actually. Yeah, like. like, I don't tell me about it. Okay, Aaron. Okay, well, this I kind of just took off. (laughs) This will be very quick. Passion is so high. If you mm-hmm. guys, if any of you guys out there don't agree with that, you guys can find me because that is probably like <laughs> one of the things. I, it's just like, that's so true. It's really hard yeah. to describe. Even but if you're not good, at, even if you're not good yeah, at what you yeah. do, you don't need to be good. Even yeah, if you don't even right. understand what exactly, they're, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I get it. Let's say someone's passionate about like I don't even know, like scuba diving. <laughs> okay, Yo, this is a there's weird. a lot of people out there passionate about <laughs> yeah, scuba. No, no, I meant like don't roast scuba, scuba diving. No, but like most people don't know scuba diving, right? Like, okay, that's fair. that's a niche yeah. community, right? But like even <laughs> all the scuba divers. I mean, I scuba dive every weekend, so oh, I'm slightly cool. offended. <laughs> <laughs> but even like even though I have no like jack squat about scuba diving, yeah. someone who's like, oh yeah, I go every week, yeah. like I have all this, like yeah. it's. It's hot, like yeah. actually. Like passionate about things that you do. Like for instance, like um, would you be interested in someone who's really passionate about like Star Wars or something like that? Like they're really into the fandom. Is that is that what you mean by passion? Like, is that no? Does that apply to what? Yeah, I know, I know what you're be. talking about. But, like, does that also apply? Where, but like, there could be definitely a fine line between passion and obsessed. True. Oh, where it takes over your lives. Right? Oh, it's like true. it's like oh, that's your personality. True. Right? It's different. Mm. But mm-hmm. going back to you. No, but no, no, Aaron, I think Aaron, I think you described it perfectly, perfectly. Because I think, well, for example, if I think if you are wanting to find your person, right? It's like if you were if you find someone that's pretty lukewarm about everything, right? I feel like, or versus someone who is like very passionate about something. There's something that the person wakes up and they're excited for, right? Like that's the thing that they're excited to do. That's the thing they're excited to work for. Um, I think it's a big difference. I also think like grind set, <laughs> like if you are, if you are someone who like, if someone doesn't have like something they're particularly like super interested in, but they have a really good work ethic, I can totally respect that. Like, mm. cause for me, it's like, I have a really good work ethic for things I really, really, really enjoy. Mm. Things I don't enjoy, my work ethic is abysmal and it's humorous. <laughs> but people that can grind for things that they aren't passionate about or thing that something I think is really boring, I don't really care. It's like, if you are a grinder, 
and there's something that you're willing to put your effort towards, I think I can respect that so much. But if it's someone who had like, there's nothing in their life they're real, willing to grind for, I see that person as pretty unmotivated. Wait, I actually agree with you on that. And also, I feel like when you're grinding for something, right? Or like you're doing something to like achieve a goal. Mm-hmm. Like I want that person to do it because they want to do it. Like they have like they're motivated to do it, not because like oh I have to do this for someone, or like I want to impress someone. Because like for me, it's like it's so ingenuine if you do that. And also, you're not gonna enjoy the things that like you grind for in the future. It's gonna all come back to you. It's gonna all hit you like a truck eventually. And just like I guess in the most like not cringy or cringy way possible, just love yourself. Like actually, just love the fact that you do things that you don't really like to do that other people don't get the opportunity to do as well and whatever you grind for know that it's for you and like it's also like whenever I give like affirmation to people as well like I'm not doing this because like I want you to feel good I want you I want you like I'm telling you this because I want you to know that you're that person and I want you to continuously affirm yourself or you're that guy you're he him and or she her <laughs> or, she, yeah. or, 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 or she her uh yeah, 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 and uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, you only affirm guys? No. Hey, welcome. Hey, welcome. I'm passionate for uh, Aaron, but like, anyways. What? what? Hold on. Bro, I'm just talking about your friendly sisters in Christ. Dude, like, no, what is this guy doing? Crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I want, I'm affirming you not only because like you deserve to hear, but also like you need to affirm yourself because you're that guy. You're 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 she, him, her, him, he, him. Yeah. Wow. You're an idiot. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, tongue tied. This is a problem. Yeah. But yeah, I I understand that. Um, Gary, you have anything to say? Uh, no, not really. I feel yeah. like you don't hit it real. <laughs> yeah, we were actually going crazy on that. I've been crazy. Well, then I have one more question before we end because I really want to go eat Korean barbecue too as well today. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Um. There's got to be a long question, John. Look at no, 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 it's not, it's, it's not a long question, but it's like it's tied to almost everything that we've been talking about today. I think one thing um, me and Aaron talked about with some mission trip people is like the facade, like having a mask, like when you're acting towards someone in public. Fascade. Fascade, yeah, I guess. But also, I realized you can also have kind of a facade with the people you care about the most. So I wanted to ask you all, like, what does your, do you, like, have a facade and, like, not saying that you're fake, but, like, there's sometimes where you do have to act different with people. Mm-hmm. And how do you act in a public setting or even your close friends sometimes? So, yeah, I'll start that off with Ian, you know? <laughs> I don't even have time to think about the question. <laughs> hey, wait, does anyone else want to go? I'm thinking. Okay, well. Wait, Sean, what about you? Do you have something? Oh, oh, put him back on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) No, he shot at the question, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, I I can. He had had something, right? For sure, for sure. Um, For me? Yeah, of course. That's why I asked the question, dog. Um, For me, I've been struggling with it actually pretty recently. And still to this day right now, I'm pretty struggling with it. I think the public part, I'm not really struggling with. Actually, with the close friends, I'm struggling with a bit more. Um, With the public, usually I'm a lot more hyperactive, like... Even though, like, sometimes I'm, like, pretty calm. But most of the times I'm just really hyperactive. Like, I really want, like, for instance, like, in Epic, I really want to act really, like, I act really shameless. I act really dumb sometimes. What? Never. Oh, really? That's crazy. But for for me, it's, like, I do that because I want people to, like, feel, I I think most people feel really comfortable in the space where, like, if this person is more dumb than me, (laughs) this person is more, like, outgoing than I am like I can start being a little bit more outgoing like I feel more comfortable to be in that space where like I can be outgoing to other people and like they Mm -hmm. take example like you might not see it but like even as a leader or a member like you can see how much your image and like not image but like your you as a person can be shown to other people and they take that into account and I thought I struggled that for quite a while last year and this year I'm just like oh it's whatever but then I just started struggling with like also kind of having a facade with the people I care about the most. I think because like I care about them so much, I want them to succeed, I want them to be happy. I really want them to just be enjoying their life. And sometimes that causes me to like not act like myself. Like if I'm really sad one day, or I'm really depressed, I don't show that. Mm-hmm. Like 
even though they're the people I want to be the ones that like be vulnerable with. But sometimes I don't show that and just like, hey, how's your day? Like, how are you doing? Like, talk about your day. Like, let's not talk about mine because I really just want to hear how you're doing and like it's all for you. But yeah, it, it starts calm, like it starts turning into like you holding a lot of things into your like into yourself, and also like you're suppressing a lot of those feelings and suppressing a lot of things that you can tell that person because you trust them. But for me, it's been really hard to do that recently because I just, I guess I care more about them than myself sometimes. And I realize I just start caring about myself a bit more. And mm-hmm. that's always something that's going to be a struggle for the rest of my life. Like, that's not something like, oh, it's a big red flag, red warning sign right now for me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'm always adjusting to it. But it's something that I always want to adjust to and always remind myself to do. Because you need to get that reminder every time. So, yeah, that's something that I guess that facade is for me. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I show my facade in a way. Mm-hmm. How about you all? Huh? Good answer, good answer. Oh, thanks, thanks, Aaron. A little snappy snap. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks. I appreciate it. I guess I'll go next since we kind of talked about this before. Yes, as, we as did. As you mentioned, you know, give, give these two a little more time to. Thanks. Just do a little, a little thinkers. Still trying to figure out what a fast cade is. Okay, so. Last time we talked about this between me and Sean, Sean was like, oh, Aaron has like no facade. He's like one of the most open people I know. And I was like, really? You think so? And I was like, oh, I think I have a bad. But like now, thinking about it in hindsight, hindsight. I think I just misinterpreted the question because I think I was like, oh, this adjusting, oh, like if you're adjusting in any kind of aspect, you have another mask. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, when I go back like to my room and I just like unwind, it's like, oh, that's a mask. I was like, mm-hmm. ah. It's not really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like what I think is like instead of like with people I adjust to the environment, right? Which is I think everyone does, right? Mm-hmm. If you're like at a formal like reception, you're not gonna act like a monkey, like no matter what who you're with. I mean unless <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kinda of weird you're making assumptions that I wouldn't act like a monkey in front of my boss. <laughs> okay, assuming uh it was the right environment. <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> like even if you were like with your friends, right? Yeah. Let, okay. Let's say not a formal. Let's say it's a funeral. Okay. You wouldn't act like a monkey with your friends, right? True. Mm, okay, we got into there. That's a. That's a pretty inarguable example, Aaron. <laughs> but like, assuming like with different people, usually it dictates dictates a different environment most of the time. Which I'm not saying it's like, it's just the way. You guys were built up with certain people yeah but for me i would i would like to think i don't have that much of a mass i'm pretty transparent uh in terms of how blunt i am when it comes to my emotions you know a little too blunt <laughs> <laughs> this is you know what that, i'm like kind of proud of obviously there's there's some pros and cons to being blunt mm-hmm. but it definitely comes to a point where it's like Again, like, you guys can already tell I don't like wasting time, especially when it comes to, like, nope. personal relationships. So I'm like, okay, You're I'll just tell you what's on my mind. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm not going to, like, say things that are, like, so out of pocket or, like, mm-hmm. is not needed. Mm-hmm. But, like, if we're hanging out and I'm like, hey, I'm tired. I'm going to go home in, like, 20 minutes or something like that. I'm not going to, like, void that information away from you. And, yeah. I will say though that like I will wear a mask when I first meet people for sure. Oh, like which is I think is very understandable. Uh-huh. Yeah, because but I I will like what you said, Sean, is like when you first meet people and you say like you're a little bit more hyperactive. I actually really appreciate that because if like like looking at it, if someone did that like for me like like assuming it's like similar to me in terms yeah. of personality, they started roasting me. I would like, wow, this is so fun. I would love to roast them back. Assuming <laughs> that the avenue and channels were there, uh-huh. where it wouldn't be perceived as mean. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> like, for sure, would appreciate that so much. So, and I, th- I, I like to think I kind of act like that in terms of, like, the roasting. Because I, I like roast people. 
off the back still. I know you do. Just, you know, I get the end of it. Authentic, authenticity out here. I've never heard Aaron roast anyone, actually. I think he's pretty kind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shut your goofy ass. <laughs> no, there's no way the other person that's talking is the one that roasts me, too. That's ridiculous. That's crazy, Gary. Yeah, 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 I've crazy. never heard you roast anyone ever before. I appreciate it. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's probably my take on well, that's the mass cute. situation. That's pretty cute. All right, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I kind of did a 180 on last time. I, I know. Again, this is like such a 180. I just had to take some more time to think I about know. it. Mm. You're actually such a grizzly bear. Anyways. <laughs> no way oh the grizzly bear is calling you the grizzly bear. <laughs> Yo, this man changed after... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's so stupid. <laughs> hey, hey, but the listeners out there, you know? You know, you know. Shut your mouth. If you know, you know. You suck. What about Gary? Ian? Um, I think. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> hey, stop calling him stupid. That's mean, Eric. Or John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All this pent up. I can't here. wait for people to listen to this. <laughs> um. I guess for me, like, I don't, uh, I feel like when, especially like when you first see me, I feel like I just act like an NPC. <laughs> Whoa, Gary. Gary's the main he's character a, vibe. He's actually like, hello. <laughs> hello. How's your day? Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, that, that's just what I felt like. I don't know how it's perceived from other people. But mm. this year, it's actually like, I feel like it's different because now like, uh, start of like last fall i was in the position of leadership right mm-hmm. and so my thought process was like since i'm in a like a higher position like you know i gotta like do some things that i'm normally not comfortable with like you know like with like uh being more expressive or like introducing myself to other people uh-huh. and so that's what i tried to do and so i guess in that sense like yeah i definitely did try to perceive or make people perceive myself as like um more energetic and like i guess more talkative than i was but then i think throughout the semester i quickly realized like i couldn't even uh keep up with that so i just reverted back to my normal my normal Mm. hibernation self (laughs) (laughs) um but like generally like i don't know i feel like I act the same it's just the only time like I would act different is like like if I like am I in like a position of like leadership or like you know people are like I'm more comfortable with um I feel like yeah like that's just naturally like I become like more expressive or whatnot but I don't know my perception is like I'm just an NPC bro <laughs> yeah, Gary, you're not an NPC. I appreciate that. Hello, nice Hello. to meet you. Hooray! <laughs> okay, Gary, you're an NPC. <laughs> He's got these uh, these waistlines down on <laughs> Okay, I think, I think for me, in terms, if we're talking cascades over here, um, there's the the. There's the Lacoste intolerant Ian, and then the non-Lacoste intolerant. Mm, you feel me? Mm, <laughs> I do feel you. Mm, mm, mm. But I would say, for me, I think a big difference I think is maybe uh, between like parents and then with friends. I think, for example, with parents, it's like, um, I don't know. I almost feel like my parents think I have my stuff together more than my, or no, yeah, more than my friends do. Yeah, which is a that's so true. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Well, for me, I think that's I think that's kind of rare, right? I feel like, mm. right? I feel like it's kind of rare for my parents to like think I'm very like organized, have my stuff together, mm-hmm. and then my friends. Well, they who knows? Maybe they might also think that, but definitely not to the same extent, right? Mm. So that's interesting to me because I think when I interact with my parents or also like my brother, I'm just like my brother is definitely the more organized person. Like he is definitely has his path more set than me, and for me, it's like. The way my parents treat me and the way I interact with them, I'm just like, it's almost like imposter syndrome because I feel like, uh, I feel like they should be harder on me and not my brother. <laughs> but like, this is the, I don't know. I guess the facade is that 
I'm like really put together around my family. Oh. Even my my little cousins and stuff. They like know I'm like old when I'm like in mm. college, right? But I'm just sitting there like, you guys think being a college kid means you know I mean like you're about to be an adult and stuff. And I'm like I'm just sitting here like I have no idea what I'm doing, bro. Crap macaroni and cheese. Dude, clutch. <laughs> anyway, I, yeah, hey, yeah. I cooked the last two days. <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyways, uh, and yeah, then let's not talk about cooking experience. I think <laughs> for me the main, I think metric that switches from I guess my facades, would be like, in what scenarios and what people do I express more of what I actually am interested in. For example, I think in school setting slash epic setting, I think most of the time I'm not talking about something I'm interested about at all. Like I'm, that's like the people, the interactions, the whole scenario. I'm just like, I'm interested in the people and I care about the people. But in terms of like everything that we're doing, I just do not care about as in the social part. I mm. mean, there's like ministry related things, right? But the hangout uh, loiter stuff, it's like, I can appreciate it to an extent, but it's like a lot of times when I'm acting like I want to be there, I really do not want to be there. Like doing that, the people down for it. Right. But it's like, yeah. So I think, and then around like my closer inner group of friends, it's like, I feel like I could really, 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 really express myself. Or it's like, I will talk a lot because I'm expressing all the things I'm like super, super interested in. Right. Mm -hmm. And then meanwhile, in front of other people, I guess this is especially the case in like high school. It's like people looked at me, thought I was like a super huge social butterfly. I even thought I was a super huge social butterfly. <laughs> and then like, oh, Ian cares about like showing up to school, hanging out with people, um, you know, gossiping too, right? That whole like culture. And then following that, it's like, maybe on the outside I look like that. Maybe my physical appearance looks like I'm into that, like a bunch of social stuff, like, popular stuff but for me it's like no i'm actually into much nerdier stuff <laughs> right it's like i am so incredibly passionate about like really really nerdy things mm. and i feel like yeah it's just i feel like i'd be exposing myself or like it'd be really awkward for me to share that with people that can't reciprocate mm. so i think yeah like i talked to gary about this the other day but yeah it's like um it's interesting because I think my personality is relatively the same, but in terms of how happy and present I can be, that facade changes, I think. Mm. But yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, I guess to end it off, it's like, I feel like this podcast was genuinely made for us to have the opportunity to be vulnerable to other people, I guess, or just see how like four guys <laughs> who are like friends, like see how they're like vulnerable with each other. And like, there's some topics that like, I always, I don't think of these topics. Like some of these topics are really stupid and you can tell because I'm the one that thought of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> a lot of the good topics that we do talk about, like I had like conversations with like, for instance, like Emily coming back from the upperclassmen retreat or like the people from the mission trip and like the facade thing. That's all from like people from the mission trip. And these conversations that we have is all because like, I get to open up to them. They give me the opportunity to open up to them and have these conversations where I can now ask that to other people and now I can see what they think about it as well, which is really interesting. But yeah, I think throughout all of that is like, if you really want to be vulnerable with other people, first understand like to love yourself first because if you don't love yourself, you're not going to love other people. And even though that's like a really cliche, like very <laughs> e like easy thing that everyone hears all the time, it's like, also very hard to grasp every time so yeah because i love myself right now i want to end this podcast so i can eat korean barbecue Ooh, yeah yeah it's been, just <laughs> you know it's been like it's been since may of 2022 since i eat korean barbecue and i'm korean so i want to eat no that. way yeah that's not that's true. straight up false wait what are you talking about we like i ate with jethro and oh okay never we mind ate in the fall Okay, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I had short-term memory loss, but... Long-term memory loss. Long-term memory loss. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you for listening, um, everyone who has been listening for the past six episodes and keeping up with our inconsistent schedule. Um, and hopefully, 
will we, we will be back. We're next on that weekly week. upload yeah, schedule. We'll have so. a different format. You know? I yeah. Know. I don't know. Hey, uh, you know, if anyone is interested in five minute episodes, I pitched that to the guys and they were kind of against it. Just, you know, just send us a message. You know? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You said like yeah. 20 minutes. No, genuinely. No, no, no. 20 mind. minutes, edit it down to five no, minutes. No, if you're genuinely, if you're interested to talk about the topics that we talked about, like, send us a message or like, Come up to us, or just hit us up. Yeah. Any one of them, just mm-hmm. like, yo, we should talk about this. Yeah, exactly. No, like that's no, the whole point of this podcast. Because yeah. we are running dry out of ideas. <laughs> what do you? We have plenty of ideas. Yeah. Serial serialist. Serial serialist was never gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick, that's true. okay. Let's yeah. say this now, so we never have to do the serial tier list. Say your favorite cereal. Wait, wait. Oh, give me, give me some. Mine is Honey Bunches of Oats, but my. My less serious <laughs> answer <laughs> is uh, Fruity Pebbles. Oh, wait, wait, Fruity wait. Pebbles is a good shout. What about Cocoa Pebbles? I know, I know some people... Disgusting. I know some Disgusting. people have like actual... Like, they're like, yo, Fruity Pebbles is bomb. But, like, Cocoa Pebbles suck. Oh, no. Like, bad. Fruity, or Cocoa Pebbles, bad. Fruity Pebbles, that's where it's at. No, that's no. He's right. Cocoa pep. I'm, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I think they're the same. What the? <laughs> you question first of all, mark? First of all, hold on, hold on. I know dude, we're already so fast. This is so weird. But you put it in a bowl of milk. Why that is thing bo- is literally <laughs> soggy. That is porridge. <laughs> that is porridge. It is literally liquefied because of how thin and small. Yeah, Aaron, the type of guy to spend thirty minutes eating a bowl of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's Cinnamon the, Toast oh, Crunch yeah. clear. That's the move. The milk makes so much better. You? It yeah, clears. it clears. It clears. Because it makes the milk taste so what? much better. Yeah. Okay, child. Hold on. Okay. Let me play the devil's advocate real quick, but that's actually just me. I don't like getting scraped on the roof of my mouth when eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, you just eat it the wrong way, bro. I don't know what you do. How do you eat it the wrong way? You chew. You chew. Are you saying I just swallow it? That's what it sounds like, Aaron. No, like if you have like a whole, a whole bunch of it, right? Because it's in a spoon. You're not just doing one at a Aaron, time. Aaron, right? Aaron, growing up, I ate cinnamon toast crunch without milk, and I never mm-hmm. scratched my mouth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like no, like spoonfuls, because it's like yes. you do multiple, right? And then it's like it just gets. This is why we're getting rid of this topic. Because there are corners of the square. Bro, right? Do you know how to eat? How's he more than? Yeah. Anyways, uh, this is this is a glimpse of uh, like what's gonna happen in the future when we talk about stupid topics like these, but. So your team list is not stupid. Yeah. Yes, I, North uh, Korea and South Korea. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Uh, actually, wait. Never mind. That was me saying that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I love Kim Jong Un. Anyways. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. We have a special guest next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. Oh hopefully, yeah, maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. Kim Jong Moon. Kim Jong Moon in, <laughs> in the house. Uh, yeah, thank you. I want to eat Korean barbecue now, so let's end it. All right, bye-bye, guys. Bye. Bye.